immediately her eyes lit up also oh, immediately man. you know like think hey, then she just looked at me like hey maybe you can send me home no. <laughs> breakfast show the podcast so i personally feel very humble today humble huh yes very <laughs> humble <laughs> so humble wow something really embarrassing happened yesterday okay what happened what happened i was such an awkward child um so In my house, right, the uh-huh. parking, the parking space is a, it's a different block than okay. the actual house, right? So, in a we live in a condo. Mm-hmm. I live in a condo. Why did I say? Uh, yeah, I know. I, like <laughs> me and my me live in a condo. <laughs> me and my multiple personalities okay. <laughs> live in a condo. So when we park, we have to go up like to uh, the first floor and then take the bridge. To reach the other block. Wow, so complicated, ah! Huh? Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. like one uh, hiking trip like that to go home. <laughs> yeah, if we were stuck in a zombie apocalypse, right, uh-huh. in this condo, we we will survive because the zombies wouldn't be able to get in. There's so many, <laughs> so many doors to pass through. The zombies are bridge. You know what? I go the other condo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So when I park my car, I always notice this. Uh, Truck, mm. this black truck. Okay, right? wait, like a truck, truck, like a three-ton truck. No, not a tr- what? <laughs> yeah, like a lorry lah. No la, not a lorry la. <laughs> ah, like a pickup truck. Oh, pickup truck. Yeah, so okay. I always notice this beautiful black pickup truck. Okay. Yesterday, when I came home, the driver mm. of that pickup truck came back the same time as me. Okay. So I could see lah. Oh, this is the guy who drives a really nice pickup truck. Okay, okay. He opens his door and mm. he walks out in a full suit. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, is that what women want nowadays? Full suit and a pickup. <laughs> Truck. <laughs> I don't know about women, but me specifically. I feel like I'm in a country song right now. I don't know why. <laughs> so the whole time I walk into the lift with him, mm. I'm thinking, should I tell him about his pickup truck? Should I, you know, praise his pickup truck? Uh. Is that kind of hitting on him? Will that come off awkward? So I don't say a thing. Okay, right? I'm just quiet the whole time. Okay, okay. And then uh, we go up to the first floor where we're supposed to walk across the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. I open the door because I go out before him. I open the door for him and he says, thank you. And I give him the biggest <laughs> smile and go, ah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? Why did I do that? In his eyes, he probably saw you just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, right? So we walk across the bridge. I uh, thought we we're going to take the lift together, uh-huh. but he doesn't take the lift. If he just starts He just walks straight I don't know if he stays On the first floor Or he's just avoiding me He's probably avoiding you I think <laughs> he sold his house right? He sold his house uh, He no longer lives there anymore <laughs> Like He's just like Oh no Oh no <laughs> I, I, I thought she was cute But then she smiled I'm like Fly <laughs> FM So despite Our occupation Our jobs Kevin mm. and I both have Social anxiety sometimes Yes And it's very hard for us To talk to people Because sometimes It gets a little bit awkward Yeah New people especially Especially yes right. So you mentioned that you, you had an awkward story About a friend Yes a- It's not a friend uh, It's just someone I met uh, okay. So this was many many years ago When I was still working in the ship uh, In oil and gas So The thing was I was working on board a ship For four months And then I'm off for two months So I didn't buy a car Because Really didn't need one right? Yeah, But however When I'm off yeah. uh, Sometimes I rent a car But this time That makes sense I borrowed my friend's car Okay Right Because he, he was on the ship So I, I said Hey can I use your car He's like Yeah go ahead right. so, And he drives a Maserati Ooh, Was it like a Two door Maserati Yes it is It's Yo. a two door sport Uh, black Very nice Very nice right. right So I I borrowed lah So we went to this place Restaurant okay. With a bunch of friends Right So there was a friend Of a friend uh-huh. Who you know Was introduced to me Okay Right I think it's sort of Like a setup, Like a like, oh. Hey Have you met Kavit Right Your so, friend was playing Cupid uh, A little bit lah uh, But the whole time She was not interested 
Okay. She was complete because I dress quite casually. Like right. I, I t-shirt jeans, right? right? I I don't I don't flashy dr- dress or anything like that. Was so, it was it a graphic t-shirt with one yes. of your comics on it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, ah. <laughs> no, but she was not interested. She was like, eh, eh. she was just give me like one word answers. Like I'm like, what do you do for living? Eh? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the the night went on. Yeah. And then it was time to go home. Right. So she didn't drive. So she she came there by taxi or something, and everybody left. Okay. Right. So she was still there, and then she said, "Okay, I'm going to go home." So I was like, "Hey, I'll give you a ride if you want." Oh, so gentlemanly. Yeah, you? of course. My mother raised me right. Right. And then she's like, "No lah, I'll take a taxi." Okay. Okay. Quite dismissive. So I said, "Okay, you know what? I'll just walk you to the taxi stand." Okay. Right, so I walked her to the taxi stand, and then my car was just there. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay lah, goodbye. Yeah. I I I just pressed the button. Yeah. The car lit lit up immediately. Her eyes lit up also. Oh, immediately, man. you know, like ding. Hey, then she just looked at me like, hey, maybe you can send me home. No. <laughs> oh, she saw the Maserati now suddenly like, oh, you know, hey, maybe you can send me. I'm like, wow, really? Yeah. Uh? I was half a mind to say like, you know, I. D- but then I thought, you know what? It's safer. Yeah, because you know I didn't want her to go on a taxi. Wow. Sometimes it's dangerous. You actually said yes, ah. Uh, I said okay lah, come lah. So wow. she got in the car, and then suddenly she couldn't keep quiet. Right, the whole time she's like yap 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 yap, <laughs> talking to you, yeah, talking to me Suddenly. like so interested. <laughs> like, hey, what do you do for a living? <laughs> right, so we, I I dropped her off at home. Mm-hmm. Right, and then she looks at me. She's like, so um. I'm free for coffee tomorrow. Oh no! And I'm like, ah, uh, sorry, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. And I drove off. I just <laughs> drove off. Good for you. Yes. And I never saw her again ever. I thought you were gonna say later on you married her. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how I met my wife. It's it's a different. That's a whole different story, lah. Fly FM. So Joseph Quinn, who was in Stranger Things four, was mm-hmm. detained at the U.S. airport. Wow, they detain everybody uh, nowadays. <laughs> not everybody. Everybody lah I got detained Well <laughs> For you different know. reasons you, it's, it's the beard Yeah yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah Definitely the beard So Joseph Quinn Who plays Eddie Munson mm-hmm. In Stranger Things 4 right? He was detained at the airport Because he was supposed to go On a Jimmy Fallon show Yeah But they didn't believe him They were like You Want to go On a <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Fallon show yeah. Seriously so, uh, But then one guy walked in uh-huh. um, And saw his face And said like Hey You're from Stranger Things And then they let him go No but I can understand this Because he looks very different With short hair And long hair Because in the series He had long hair Like kind of Like frizzy Kind of thing But in real life yeah. He's like quite good looking With short hair You know Just well, And I, that smile You know I thought he was good looking On the show as well He just looked very different like, With short uh, hair yeah, yeah. I mean you know that, that, that I don't know if that's The kind of look That women Go for I think it's more like The look that B2 Kapak You get pepper sprayed What? <laughs> I think it's I don't think it's a You can generalize it I think it's preference Okay maybe yeah. Maybe maybe. <laughs> I guess You know If you know, it's on a TV show It's good looking But if yeah. it's on real life Hey look at the rumpet over there But also Because in the show He was so cool yeah. Like when he played the guitar Come on yeah, I, I'm so I'm, I'm so surprised That I found out yeah. That he actually played The guitar himself Like really? he can play the guitar And it's not like You know just basically like CGI or something like that he actually played the guitar it's so cool yes lad this is the first time fly fell playing metallica <laughs> you know i interviewed metallica once did you yeah i met 
I met them all. <laughs> why? Why would you tell me this? Suddenly, just like you know, just to make me jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's purposely to make you jealous. <laughs> Can you like you know pass them my number or something? You know. <laughs> Fly FM. So Joseph Quinn, the actor that played Eddie Munson in Stranger Things, was detained at the airport because they didn't believe that he was supposed to be there for a uh, Jimmy Fallon interview, and then someone saved him because someone actually recognized him. But we're talking about being detained at the airport, right, Kevin? You yes. look like you've been detained a lot. Wow. <laughs> Okay, no, I have been detained, uh, but I did use my star power to get out of it, ah. and this is what happened. So in Singapore, I lost my passport, okay. right? And when you lose your passport, you kind of have to make a report, police report first, and then you go to the immigration office, you report that it's lost, and then you go to the Malaysian embassy and get a travel document, yes. right? So I did all that, and then I went back to Malaysia, and then the person, somebody found it. Oh. Found my passport and send it back to me. How nice! I know, right? So I got back my passport. I went to the Malaysian immigration and told them, like, oh, uh, I reported that I lost my passport, but I found it again. And they just looked at me and went, "Good for you." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm settled in Malaysia, right? Right. But then I couldn't go back to Singapore because that passport has been blacklisted because it's stolen. Right. So they flagged it, right? Yes. Okay. So I had to go to Singapore to their immigration to report that I found it again. Oh right, so I had to go into Singapore. Now going into Singapore, yeah, uh, I I I drove in. Yeah, they looked at my passport immediately. I got flagged, and immediately they put me to the side. Right? Okay, okay, which is fair. I I expected this. Yes, right. So I had to explain, like, look, yes, I reported that I lost my passport, mm-hmm. but I got fu- it, it got found again, and uh, they sent it back to me. So now I'm just going to the immigration office to report that I found it again. Okay, right. So they were like. Uh, no, no, we cannot believe you. Blah blah blah, and all this. And then another immigration officer walked in, immediately looked at me, and went like, "Hey, you are Kevin J, right? The what? comedian on Netflix." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, uh, yes, I am." And what then he looked at the passport, and he just went like, "Hey, this is your passport, lah. Go, go." <laughs> he just let me go. Right? <laughs> yeah, I that, just went in. That never happens in Singapore where they're so chill about things. He's probably Malaysian. Or no, no, no. He was Singapore. <laughs> to be fair, I get recognized more in Singapore than I do in Malaysia. I don't know why. Seriously? Yeah. Because you do more shows in Singapore than you do in Malaysia. No, no. Come on. Of course, I do more shows here. But I think it's because on Netflix, my show is labeled as a Singaporean show. Oh. Uh, so I think that's why. Because it's recommended to everybody in Singapore, lah. So they're always on Netflix, going like, "Who is this Indian guy, lah?" <laughs> oh, Kevin J. Okay. <laughs> Fly F M. So I think this is good news. People who borrowed money for PTPTN mm-hmm. uh, will be exempted from repaying back if they graduated with a first class bachelor's degree. Oh, first class only, lah. So yes. business class, economic class, or cannot, lah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so oh, okay. You can try But no, I don't think so uh, This is what the government announced That the PTPTN loans will be exempted If you've graduated with a first class From 2019 onwards So after this mm. People who take loans PTPTN loans And you graduate with first class degree You won't have to repay them back Which okay. is I think, you know, quite good Yeah, it's great news for people Who graduated in 2019 Because yeah. my wife has a PTPTN loan Right And uh, yeah, lah, she graduated way before that <laughs> so cannot And she's still Is she still paying it back? Yeah she's still paying it back yeah, uh, It, it takes forever to pay Like 20 years Right? Yeah So I, I feel like That's why this is a good thing Because If I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. I read this article I think last year Only 30 something percent Of people repay The full PTPTN loans Yeah eventually lah They will They will try I mean like My wife been paying every month Yeah And then I think it's 20-30 years Before you get it all paid off Yeah So yeah it, It's going to be very difficult Because she 
she did her PhD, right? So she did a degree right. and then masters and then PhD. So by the time she started working, it was quite late already. So she's still paying off now, lah. Okay. Well, any help is great because in college, um, mm-hmm. I didn't get a scholarship or anything. Not smart enough, lah. Okay. But <laughs> I got a discount. So because you know, in the semester you graduate with mm-hmm. a higher than three point five CGPA or something like that, then you get a discount for the following semester. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I I don't know how this feels because I got a scholarship. Yeah, I know. Right? You you want to show off every chance you get. You yeah. got a full scholarship. A dude. full scholarship from uh, Petronas, but there is still a discount, lah. Because you know, if I break the contract, uh-huh. right, then I still have to pay back. But if I if I scored really well, then I don't have to pay back. It's it's a bit weird, also. Oh, because you have to maintain your high yeah. scores, right? Yes, exactly. Throughout four years. Throughout four Whew. years, and I did so. And that's why you're here doing radio, right? And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So this is not great news for Marvel. An anonymous VFX artist mm-hmm. who works on Marvel movies okay. came out and he said that they are underpaid, understaffed, and also overworked. Ah, uh-huh, that's like working in Malaysia every day, lah. No, what's the difference? <laughs> like now he's complaining. Like we all been complaining for years. <laughs> That's, you know, a little bit true, I guess. <laughs> but apparently people who work on Marvel movies, right, They, the VFX artists mm-hmm. specifically, they work six months, seven days a week, overtime. Okay. Uh, he said that he even had co-workers sitting next to him, just break down, start crying, wow. call him on the phone, have anxiety attacks on the phone as well. Wow. Yeah. So they, they said usually a VFX team has about mm. 10 people right? right but Marvel hires only 2 people to save money wow can you imagine that's yeah. insane I mean also the fact that you have to understand that I've never heard an employee say that I am you know I'm underworked overpaid and it's overstaffed here like you know it's always complaints it's always like you know it's underpaid la, it's overstaffed la. actually I had a friend once uh-huh. who came up to me <laughs> and said that he is underworked and overpaid what apparently he takes naps all during work I was like why are you seriously? What are you doing with your life, right? I uh, wait. Does he work in oil and gas? He works in oil and gas. Hundred percent. I I know. I know already. <laughs> Correct. Like my cousin, yeah. he owns like a oil and gas company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could take two days off to show me around Labuan. You know <laughs> that, that kind of stuff, lah. Wow, so best. Uh. Fly FM. So we saw this story of a Marvel VFX artist who said he was underpaid. Of course, we can definitely relate because we've been underpaid as well. Yeah, there's a few times that I have been refused to be paid fairly. Yeah, I know. What right? happened? So I went to this uh, corporate gig in Singapore. Now corporate gigs are when you know people have annual dinners and stuff like that, and then they bring out a comedian to come and entertain the audience. Okay. Right? So I I got this gig, and it was very early on in my career. So. I didn't get a lot of money. Right. But, at, you know, I was grateful for that experience. Lah. Okay. So, I went to Singapore. You know, I stayed in a friend's house because budget. They didn't pay for your No, they didn't pay for there. travel. What? Or this thing. So, they, they were just giving me a lump sum kind of thing, right? Okay. At that time, I didn't ask for deposit or anything like that. It was just basically pay me after the show kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. So, I, I went there. I, I started the show. Yeah. It started off okay. And then, immediately, I just lost the crowd. Like oh. I was supposed to perform for twenty minutes. Yeah. After ten minutes, I decided, you know what, this is not going well. Yeah. I'm just gonna end it, lah. That's the thing with stand-up comedy, right? It's a hit and miss sometimes. Yes, right? it is. It is. Uh, no matter how good you get, you will always get that one show where you will not do well. Yeah. And sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes it is your fault. But you know, you you all go through it. Yes. So I I after ten minutes, I thought, you know what, I I'm out. Thank you. Good night. I left. I left the stage. Yeah. Immediately went to the agent, and the agent was like, "You're supposed to do twenty. Why you do 10? Uh-huh. I was like, hold on. Okay, I was not doing well. 
So would you want that for another 10 minutes or would you rather me cut it off early? Yeah. So she was like, okay. So I said, now mind, it's okay. I only did half the time. Uh-huh. So you pay me half the amount. Oh, right? okay. So which I thought was fair. Right, right. So then she wrote me a check for half the amount. Uh-huh. So I took the check and I went home. You know, a bit sad lah, but I still happy. I got paid lah, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then I went home, I banked in the check. Two days later, bank calls me and say, oh no, the check got cancelled. What? Yeah, they cancelled the check and then I emailed them and I say, why? Why do you cancel the check? They say, no, client not happy. What? Right, so they cancelled the check and then I had to fight. Like, you know, look, I travelled to Singapore, you took my time and, I, you know, accommodation, everything, at least give me enough money for that. Yeah. And then eventually they dilly-dallied and they gave me like 300 bucks or something. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's thorough. Eh? Yeah. So after this, I'm guessing, you asked for 50% to just book your date and then another 50% before you do your show. Yes, now <laughs> now it's like, you pay me up front, okay? <laughs> you, I don't care It's good or no good Your fault Fly <laughs> FM So we're talking about Being underpaid Of course we all have stories Of being underpaid Right yes. We asked you To send in yours uh, This is what we got From Brendan and Siva I used to work at a restaurant and I was told I only had to man the register. However, they were understaffed and I ended up being loads of other things including the cashier, the chef, the waiter and the janitor who had to clean all the toilets. All that hard work to only get 6 ringgit an hour. Definitely not worth it. Wow, that's six ringgit an hour, you do everything, huh? Mm-hmm. That's from Siva. I found out the people I was training were being paid more than me, even though I had been working there for like, what, three years? I brought it up with my boss. He said I had to prove him that I deserve to be paid the same. I was so p- I sent in my resignation letter the next day. Wow. You had to prove that he was worth the same amount of money, but he's training these people. <laughs> exactly. Terrible what la. kind of boss is this? La? Come on. La. But sometimes you have to fight for what you think you deserve. La. Right? Especially yeah. if you spend hours on the job doing the best that you can. Like uh. once uh, I did an MC job okay. and it was it was really badly organized. Okay. The people were supposed to send me the script like, you know, at least two days in advance, right? If they cannot the day before in the morning. That's right. Okay. They sent me the script at ten AM. And the, the event's at 11. Exactly, yes. So I'm like, oh my God, frantically trying to put the script into cue cards, this right. last minute script. I do that. I show up to the event a little bit late, of course. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Right? And then they said, they gave me, they handed to me a revised script. Oh, this Ayah. is the final one. <laughs> and it's not even in cue cards or whatever, okay? It's in points, in pieces of paper. So I'm supposed to do the event, holding this piece of paper so unprofessional yeah. and flipping through the script, making sure I get it right. Obviously, it's a little bit of a mess, but mm. I still did my best. I think it was okay. Right, right. I, at least the event went well, right? Yeah, it went well. Uh. Uh, after that, they say, oh, client's not happy. We're, on, we're only going to pay you half the amount that what? we agreed to. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not fair. It's so unfair, right? So I had to fight with them back and forth, mm. saying, no, I still did my best. You guys sent me the script late. Da, 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 da. Obviously, they want, didn't want to take responsibility, but eventually they caved in and they still paid me. Wow, remind me never to underpay you. You, uh, because suddenly you start fighting with me, I don't know what to do, okay? Fly FM. So, Calvin's daughter, Kasha, has been giving us jokes every day and she's gotten like really good at it. Uh? Yeah, so much so that she's now asking for money herself already. <laughs> Kasha's haha jokes. When's she getting paid? Okay, how do celebrities stay cool? How, Kasha? They have many fans. Get it? 
fans. Hey, Kasha, how much do you think this joke is worth? Around like ten bucks, I think. But I think that's it. I mean, she has confidence, lah. Now, like you know, ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah, like you brainwash her. Uh, why do you I brainwash her? <laughs> she herself asked for money, okay? And I think we should pay. <laughs> ฮะเจ็บสิ่งนี้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได
I cannot. But why? La. You already reached base camp. Yeah, what but it's, it's it's a very tall mountain. Ah, it's not like it's not like PJ. It's not like a speed bump on the road. You know, yeah. you actually have to do some climbing. You you need to know some basic like rock climbing and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, there is it's it's a little bit of a hike. And uh, yeah, I'm not built for that kind of stuff. La. Yeah, and it's very steep, right? Uh, that's the hard part. I, yeah. So I've done hikes. Mm. I've done eight hour hikes. Eight hours. Yeah. Nobody has to so, walk for that long. Okay, please. <laughs> <laughs> like I did Broga Hills in one. Day, like we went up uh, in the morning, do mm. Broga Hills for sunrise, okay, and then we were like, "Oh, tapuas lah!" So we went to Puchong and we walked. Uh, we're not supposed to do this, but we walked into the forest reserve in uh, to find like a lake or something like that. Eight hours. Yeah. So the you know, if you walk for eight hours. eight hours from KL, yeah, you probably reach Penang. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier. Just just walk on the highway. <laughs> I don't think that take eight hours, lah. <laughs> Definitely would take more. I think. Well, unless you walk really fast, you know. I mean, I guess. Well, I've done walking like that. I, it's not eight hours; it's a few hours. But uh, it's because I miss my bus. Oh, uh, and you had to walk home. Was it? I walk home from school. Okay. But I'll tell you this whole story next, lah. Fly FM. So we saw the story of Sabahan Johan Charles who walked up. Mount Kinabalu in a full Iron Man suit to raise awareness for a genetic disorder called DMD. All right, fair enough. I mean, you know, and I was telling you a story about how I had to walk home from school because I missed the bus. Yeah, not for charity or anything. No, no, <laughs> the charity was Mila. So what happened was I and my friend. Yeah. Uh, we were about standard four. Okay. Uh, so the bus was the already there. So we thought we had time because some of the students haven't come out yet. Right. right? So we we went to the shop to buy some sweets. Okay. Right. So we took our time. Yeah. And then by the time we came out, uh-huh. we realized that the bus is left. Oh no. Without us. Yeah. Right. So I and my friend panicked lah. We don't know what to do because we didn't have any money because all the money we had, yeah, we already spent on sweets. <laughs> So we didn't have money for a bus fare or anything like that. Yeah. So we looked at each other and we sat down for a while. Then we just decided like, okay, like, you know what? There's no other way to get home but to walk. Yeah, you couldn't call anybody or because there was no money. There was no money and that time it was before mobile phones as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we walked home. Lah. We slowly started from... it's My school, MBSKL, was near Stadium Medeka and I lived in Cheras. Oh. Right? That's a good... Three hours walk. Oh man! Right, so we walked like, and we were having fun. We were, you know, joking around, blah blah blah, yeah. and stuff like that. And we were, we were having fun. Halfway through, however, yeah, my friend, his mum on a motorcycle was passing through because she was coming home from work. Oh, right. So she saw us, and then she stopped, and then my friend like got scolding from his mum first of all. Yeah. Right, and I was just standing there in the side there, like, oh no, am I am I next? <laughs> right. Yeah. But then he scolded, 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 then. Got him on the motorbike and left. <gasps> left you alone. Left me alone. Okay, I'm like, at the least you could do is at least offer me a ride too. But then I realized it was a motorcycle. How am I going to fit? You yeah. know, stuff like that. So I thought, okay lah, damai lah. So I continued the ju- half the journey, an yeah. hour and a half on my own, right? Yeah. So I reached home at about six o'clock in the evening. Uh huh. Right. At that time, my parents are already home and stuff like that. Oh right? no, you cannot scolding. I know, right? I thought I was going to cannot scolding on my lifetime. I walked in, opened the gate, somberly walked in the hall, and my mom just looked at me. Oh, came home already, ah? Ah, go shower. <laughs> She didn't even realize something was amiss. <laughs> she didn't realize you were three hours late. No, no, not at all. No, she just like oh, go go shower lah. And then after that, you started taking uh, little chances, right? Like oh, she doesn't realize I'm late from school. Now I can do other things. No, 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 no. I didn't have money to do other things. Okay, it was not like I was like gallivanting everywhere. Fly F M. 
So this couple shared the story of how they lost their wallet in a taxi, but the taxi driver was so kind to drive 30 kilometers to find them and return their wallet. Wow, this is the rarest story in Malaysia. I've <laughs> never heard of anything like this before. Really? Yeah. I've lost my phone several times in taxis, uh-huh. and every time they return the phone to me. I've lost my phone two times in taxis. Both times I never got it back. <laughs> I think it's you lah. You I the think problem. It's me. I think it's me. <laughs> so this is the story, right? This couple they took the taxi to a mall in mm. Johor. Mm. Um, when they were at the mall, they realized, oh man, the husband realized he he left his wallet in the taxi. Oh no! So they went back. They had to take another taxi, go back to where you know they they initially took the taxi to look for the taxi driver. Couldn't find him, right. um, and also it was too late lah because the you know the guy wasn't there anymore. Yeah, right. And then they they go to the police station, make the report. Okay. But while they were at the police station, the neighbor uh-huh. called them up on the phone and said, "Hey, the taxi driver is actually here at your house to return your wallet." So I think he looked at the IC, saw the address, went to the address and returned it. So nice, right? Yeah, so nice of him because this doesn't happen in Malaysia. Always happens in Singapore though because you can leave your phone, your wallet anywhere; it will still be there. Right. Like I. Remember Remember once uh, in a Singaporean restaurant, yeah. I left my phone. Right, okay. I went on with my life. Right, <laughs> two hours later, I realized where's my phone. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I came back and I saw my phone still there, like exactly where I left it on the table. On the table. Wow. Like people came at and saw the phone there and went like, nope, I'm t- I'm not touching this. Right. Right. It, it always happens. Like I I remember I lost I left my wallet uh, in places in Singapore. I always got it back. Why are you losing things? Earlier today, you said you lost your passport in Singapore. Why are you losing so many things in Singapore, man? What is Singapore doing to you? It's a test. <laughs> I want to test how many things I can lose and get back in Singapore. In Malaysia, I don't dare do this test because if I lose something, I lose it. Breakfast show, the podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.